What's up, everybody? This is David with Metro Jiu-Jitsu. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. Just a few things before we get started. If you're watching this on YouTube, do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel. You'll get notified of our latest updates and content. If you have anything that you want to hear on our podcast, go ahead and shoot us an email, metrobjj at gmail.com. Enjoy. All right, so... Coach David again here with another Metro Jiu-Jitsu podcast. And, of course, we're here with Coach Mo. How are you, Mo? Doing fantastic. Awesome, awesome. So uh, I got a feeling you're going to like these questions. All right. Um, they got, love, they're love, right up your alley. Well, you like questions anyway. I love questions. That's how we get what we want, questions. All right. So um, sweet. Cool. How does people come in? This is almost like... If we collabed a bunch of questions from people coming in okay. and funnel them, boil them down, it's, it comes down to these few. Okay. What is jiu-jitsu and how is it different than karate, taekwondo, kung fu, uh, ishanru, yeah. you know, whatever? Well, of course, David, that's a really good question. <laughs> 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 there's, there's this running joke we have we would get on the conversation on this conference call and like every question we asked no matter how simple it's almost like she was buying time to be like that's a really good question let me get into, let me get into it and get you the answer yeah and uh i digress go ahead i apologize yeah, she was uh that was our lady who's working helping us with our business software yeah yep okay. yep yep but it is a good question. Yeah. Like with no BS aside, uh, I mean, all joking aside. Okay. So it depends who's answering this question. I feel like this is a, this is a, a, I have to ask me the question again, David. How does jujitsu differ from other arts such as karate, taekwondo, kung fu? You know, like uh, there's there's so many different arts. Yeah. Why jujitsu? What what is jujitsu? Why is it different? And how is it superior? Okay. So I'm gonna try to answer this question as humbly as possible, so I can educate our listeners. And I know most of them do not have a background in martial arts or jujitsu, so yeah. they don't. They're not uh, privy to some of the experience and information that we have yeah yeah so um there are striking arch arts which means you use your hands to kick and punch uh and uh, taekwondo is really really famous for kicking um and then you have other arts that incorporate a little bit more like you have the kempo um and you have you know uh Martial arts have been around for like 50 to 100 years when they first got into this country. Uh, I think um, Americans, I mean, they grew like wildfire, wildfire 50 years ago. These original arts, like, yes. like karate and uh, yes, when they, taekwondo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this is one, you know, the Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee era. These arts were like Americans got their hands on them, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I've never seen any of this before." Yeah, you know. And they even, um, you know, if you've ever watched any of the those old, old uh, karate movies where 
the subtitles are in English, but it's like they would, you could see them talk for a minute and then the <laughs> subtitles would come up. So there's, their mouth is moving. A separate person is uh, um, speaking in Chinese. It's not even that person. Yeah, yeah. And then thirdly, there's, there's a, uh, there's words popping up at the bottom. But, um, so anyway, those fight scenes were like, they were so looking back at them now. Uh, obviously Hollywood does a way better job today than they did back then. But, um, so Americans, we were going crazy over it. They loved it and they wanted a part of it. And the discipline that it takes to learn any martial arts, I think Americans really fell in love with. And we needed that, uh, especially coming out of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the baby boomers. They were much younger than they knew they needed to kind of, you know, find a better direction than than us. Because what, what I mean, really, what was there before? I I mean, you would know. Look, I was, I'm I'm, I'm aging myself here, but I I mean, I was born born in '89. So yeah. what was there before? Like before that? I mean, just. Bare knuckle, you know, uh, hard knocks. Box. I mean, boxing. Some type of West, probably boxing or uh, yeah, boxing. Country was, boy wrestling. Yeah, you know? boxing was it. Yeah, yeah, boxing and uh, well, I mean, you're born in 1989, so you still haven't seen the Karate Kid. <laughs> and I know you know who Michael Jackson is, but I don't think I, you I you know who Gloria Estefan is, do you? No, you no. do not know who Gloria Estefan is. Literally, I mean, I don't the name. I don't know the name. I don't. Oh I don't God. know. That is so bad. Martial David. artist, entertainer. No. Gloria. Um, I mean, she sounds like a singer. She was in Michael Jackson's era. Okay. And if uh, she's as big in some parts of the world as like, you know, almost maybe not as big as Michael Jackson, but everybody knows who she is. Okay. Anyway. Um, I might have to Google it now. I'm gonna go listen to Gloria. Yeah, David. Tomorrow. We got a lot of. Uh, we got a lot of work to do. we got to fill, give you some more life experience. I'm, a, I'm an uncultured swine here. I'll have to educate myself. So so going back to the, like the differences of the uh, martial arts for the average person who doesn't know much is um, so it grew really, really fast. And, um, uh, and um, so some are kicking, some are punching, and some are using your momentum – uh, against you, and that's what we call like judo, judo or yeah. um, aikido. Aikido. Yeah, yeah, tall guy with the ponytail, yeah, Steven Seagal. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, to watch. But you know, I honestly think that um, uh, jujitsu is probably a mix of a couple different ones because you, a couple different arts. <clears throat> you really don't kick and punch. But you use people's body weight, their leverage against them. And uh, um, if you understand jiu-jitsu, you can actually use it standing up or uh, on your feet. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's that's true, you know, because they uh, it, – it's I, – I tell people a lot. I guess it's close. It's cousin. You know, reading up uh, – I forget where I was reading the history of it. It kind of started – it has roots in judo, like back in Japan. Like it was, yeah. it was judokas. Well, that's what they were. Yeah. And so – and they were like uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a while since I read the article. But it was uh, – they were like they, – they were imperial protectors. Like that's what they were. And so yeah. they uh, – you know, so – but they started standing. Like they didn't yeah. just – they didn't protect the emperor, you know, by rolling on the ground. Yeah. But they weren't 
completely ineffective and disabled once yeah. they hit the ground. Yeah. I think they realize that. You right, know, it's right. like it's like stuff's gonna happen on the ground. I gotta, I have to be prepared for that. And then, uh, you know, they took it. Obviously, they came out, met up in Brazil, and the Gracies kind of synonymous with Gracie Jiu Jitsu. You know, yeah. they, they perfected it from there and then brought it to the states and, right. and hoist and UFC one and two introduced introduce us to it. Yeah. So, uh, but you can, yeah, it's absolutely a stand-up game, and um, so it doesn't, you know, it's it's both. And uh, I think that a lot of people, it's, that's probably a good way to answer that too, is they don't realize that uh, you're not just waiting for the guy to punch you and hope he follows up so that you can triangle him. You know, like yeah. uh, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. And, I, and I think you know one of the biggest things that you could learn for the new people listening, one of the biggest things, and it's it's critical in all martial arts, is distance. Yes. Yes. Distance, Absolutely. because yeah, because you literally. Uh, the next time you uh, you have a, a wet towel or even a blanket in your uh, in your possession, look at it and set it on something. And um, uh, when you're kicking and punching, you got to take away space from a person to make sure you're able to attack them with, you know, uh, with your fist, with your foot, uh, or even a stick if you ever had to, like you know, use it to defend yourself. But in jujitsu, really, really teaches you. Uh, the distance and how to cover the distance to get closer or actually move away from somebody and where the safety point is and where it's not. Yeah. So it actually teaches you how to um, how to execute punches and kicks uh, and defend against them by learning on how to uh, manage your distance and awareness. Yeah, that's always that's um, that is huge, and I, I found myself you know I found myself just a byproduct of training. Just it's it's like a natural. It's, like, it's almost like Jason Bourne esque. You know, he he has these skills. And he doesn't remember why. Like I like, like I just I know I don't really like I don't really like to turn my back to people. You know, yeah. like I like to situational awareness. It all it yeah. all comes with it. So, yeah. um, but uh, that's absolutely yeah. The distance that's huge. Um, that's absolutely huge. That's a good answer. Uh, well, it plays plays right into this. So, from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. uh, it's been said and maybe even mocked that uh, jujitsu is not practical. It's ineffective. They, you know, especially sport jujitsu, it's not practical. In short, it just won't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's What's your answer? What's your response? Oh man. Um. You know, and, and these questions are coming in from people who do not understand it, who've never been on a <clears throat> a mat, uh, training with somebody, feeling what an actual move looks like. So I'm going to answer it being sensitive yeah. to them and hopefully that they could get a better I, uh, idea. Uh, so, yeah, so you have to, you really have to, uh, feel it to understand it, and uh, totally agree. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, I'm just trying to think of uh, uh, if you've ever been in uh, real, like, really, really ice freezing water. If you've gone in ice water by accident, it's not something that you could ever explain to somebody. You have to like, you really have to feel it. Yeah. And conversely. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about what you need to feel 
in order to uh, in order to understand how how it works. Well, it, it, even just the analogy of um, you know it, it's probably used a lot, but it's it's swimming or drowning. Yeah, you know, like you're you're moving a lot. Yeah, you're moving yeah, a actually, lot, a lot of movement, yeah. a lot of movement, but uh, but you're st- you're still gonna, you're still drowning. Yeah, you know, um, and that's that's a really that's a really good analogy. Yeah, um, so it's you, a, you know, uh, maybe this might be helpful to some people. If if at any point somebody's ever been to a gun range, and then you're at like twenty five feet or something, and you're you're shooting your gun, and you're either maybe you go with somebody or somebody's next to you, and they're shooting at the same range, but all their all their uh, bullets are like dead on. They're yeah. right where they're supposed to be. That's seeing it. That's really getting a see and feel of what somebody with way higher technique feels. So, you know, someone who's shooting a gun, uh, uh, we go to the gun range to practice kind of for self-defense or whatever. You and I go out there and shoot a gun and, you know, I might need to move it in a couple feet yeah, to, yeah. to hit that bullseye. But that person who's at 25 feet and who can nail it like bullseye every single quick, time. Quick draw, 10 rounds of the yeah, chest. Yeah. yeah. So when you're shooting right next to that person and you can see how way more efficient he is, you know, maybe that might be a, a way for other people to understand that uh, um, uh, that it, that martial arts and specifically this jujitsu is going to be effective when you actually feel it. And you know, you should go down to your local gym and um, and just ask that question. Say, I just want to feel jujitsu. I just kind of want to feel what it feels like, because. Um, because someone told me it's you got to feel it to understand yeah, how it yeah. works. Just don't say that. Don't challenge the instructor. Don't yeah. Don't walk in and be like, hey, hey, professor. I don't believe. It. Yeah, no. Just say, hey, you know what? Uh, to me, it's it seems like you know, it seems a little impractical. You know, someone's on the ground. I don't see how they could come back from that. You know, I, I just want to try it out. And that's yeah. uh, you know, that's a uh, yeah. definitely go and, go in there respectfully. And you know what? Like, you don't have to get your. Just let's be clear for our listeners. You don't have to get your butt, you don't have to get beat up yeah. and get an ass whooping to actually see that it works. There's a difference between getting an ass whooping and actually getting a lesson to see how your body feels in certain positions that you really can't do anything about. We had um it was a really strange thing. I don't, I don't even know if I told you. Um one of the uh, so we have one of our white belts, he's uh I don't know, he's like two probably 260 maybe i'm guessing 250 260 and um somehow it came up like it, it got mentioned that they're like i don't i don't think that uh you know i mean but how's someone like dave gonna handle himself against someone like that much bigger and so we rolled and, dave, and, and uh, me okay they're, they're like i and uh and so we rolled and uh it wasn't like an aggressive thing like yeah. because with guys like that like my with guys that big especially that that lower rank like it's just just almost have to wait two minutes and they'll be they'll gas themselves out you know so so i just did my thing for two or three minutes they got you know they gassed out he didn't advance and ended up triangling and like he was just he's like how do you stay so calm and uh and that's that's the um you know so you can all that to say is the the professor someone who knows jiu-jitsu well that it's it's gonna be like a an efficient swimmer you know, it's it's gonna be run to run in the mill. He's not not gonna have to beat you up or work yeah. real hard. He could just yeah. show you you're gonna be working, and he's gonna be like call it flow rolling. He's just gonna flow. It's like you're almost like 
almost like a father lion playing with his cub. Like, like you have no chance you're going to hurt him, and he's just going to show you different transitions. So Yeah, and that's really how it is when you're with somebody who's uh, can show you how, how jiu-jitsu feels because you actually, regardless of how hard you try, it actually makes your job yeah. <laughs> harder and no harder and harder. So, well, and uh, somebody be a little uh, cub and relax. You know, somebody told me I, I'll never forget this. Uh, like my first week of, of starting jujitsu, uh, he's like, uh, he was a purple belt at the time. Who was it? Uh, he was uh, he was a purple belt at the time. It was uh, he owns a local school, right? Not not far from here. And uh, he's like, the reason I love jujitsu is. Um, there's no chance of a white belt coming in and catching the instructor. Zero. He's like any other striking art. He might get a he might get a lucky tag. You know, you might get a lucky. You know, it's lucky something. Yeah. Um, and like not knowing, you know, it's my literally like my first second week, and I was like, what do you mean no chance? Like, what do you, what do you mean zero chance? And I say, yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, someone comes in with zero martial arts experience, zero percent chance. Yeah, of submitting the, the the instructor there zero. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> and uh, so the uh, let's see, we got a oh, this is yeah, this one is. Um, so I'm interested in jujitsu. Uh, you know, g- give me a couple months. I want to get in shape, and then uh, I'm definitely gonna sign up. Mm-hmm. You know, that I mean, how many times have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, and so that's our, that's our next question. What would you say? To, to someone saying that, like, I want to get started. Uh, I just got, I just got to get in shape, and I'll be back. You know, or I gotta, you know, I want to lose fifty pounds, sixty pounds. Some of them are, you know, like uh, uh, they're coming in. I mean, two, I'm pushing three over three hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a that's a young guy's sport. I'm way too big for that. What do yeah. you say to that? What do you say to them? Well, I think. Uh I think when people usually find uh, jiu-jitsu, it's because they want a physical challenge. So you go to the gym and you want a physical challenge. That's why I started. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, you people do the CrossFit because they want a physical challenge. Um, and any martial art, really, uh, even outside of jiu-jitsu, they want to be challenged because they know it's not easy. And, um, you know, for the people who, who want to get in shape first, I think that... Uh, um, I think a lot of people are uh, really afraid of the challenge. The ones who want to get in shape first, they're afraid of the challenge because if you want a challenge, you're going to step up yeah. and you're going to you're going to have your turn. You know what? They I was reading this. Uh, there was a famous, this quote caught me off guard. It was like you know I see a lot of I read I read and listen to a lot of uh, like motivational stuff and. Yeah. This guy was like, a decision without – it might have been Warren Buffett. A decision without action yeah. is is something. I forget how he ended it. But like you can decide in something like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah. okay. When? You know, what Like yeah. what, if, what have you done to do that? You know, like yeah. uh, it's like if you're going <laughs> to – it's like if uh, – you know, you're, you're dating someone, you're dating a girl, and, uh, you know, where's this relationship going? Well, we're definitely going to get married. So, yeah, we're going to. Okay, what actions are we taking to get there? You yeah, know, I, I need a date. I, I, Give yeah, me a like, date right yeah, now. right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what have you done? You know, a decision without action is, uh, I got to look that up. But it's, um, yeah, that really caught me. I know what you're talking about. And, you know, that's the most important thing in setting a new goal. And very, very specifically, 
we're talking about health yeah. and wellness. And uh, the, the most important thing you could do is don't leave the site of setting a goal without taking action. And that action could mean scheduling a visit, making a call, doing something, something. moving you in the direction of whatever that goal is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I mean, because it's it's like so many times, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a lot of times, yeah, there's, there, there, to be fair, there might be times where it's like this, this decision requires some dwelling on. Yeah. But more often than not, we're just, we just don't want to. We're, yeah. we're humans. We don't like change. Yeah. You know, we like things the way they are and um, we don't like them to change. So, you know, I, uh, I think that for the, for our listeners that are thinking about starting jujitsu, but they want to get in shape first, I think maybe a better way to approach it would be, um, is don't commit to signing up. Don't commit to liking it or not liking it. Just go check it out. And you know, there's something called rolling, which where you actually do some, uh, it's, you know, it's going to look like wrestling or a little bit of sparring between opponents. Mm -hmm. I think that a a really good way to approach it for new people entering into this uh, industry is go out and feel it. Go out and just, um, and uh, put a uniform on. And before you commit to getting in shape, Let's just see how it feels. Give it a fair chance. You have, yeah. to, you have to absolutely give it a fair chance. Yeah. And yeah. and and I would say come in with that because we've all done things like you've made up – before you go to a movie or you listen, you've made up your mind before you even step foot in there that it's going to be one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, whether it's food, whether – you know, you make up your mind. This is I, – I, I can't do this. If you walk into the building and say there's no way I'm going to be able to do this, you've kind of already made it. You know, you're coming in with a bias. So just come yeah. in with an open mind. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's huge. You know, and, and I wish I could say that there's like, I used to think about I, when I was growing up, I was the guy who was always matching up with the biggest guy in the feet on the court in basketball. I was the scrappy one. Okay. All right. Um, and then in football, I was the, uh, I was the truck. I used to say, you know, hop on the bus. You're going for a ride. If I got the ball and, <laughs> and I was running down the field, I wasn't going down. And that's what kind of athlete that I was. And I think I brought that like uh, uh, early on my my aggressiveness to training that way. But conversely, I have I've had training partners that have been less than half of my size with uh, little or no uh, background in sports, and they've still came in and they've actually excelled much faster than I have. Yeah. So you know. There's not really a background that's really good to have to get into the sport. I think it's more about challenging yourself mm-hmm. and trying something different and not being afraid to hold your own self accountable throughout your entire journey because unless you're in a school that is is really going to walk you through a customized program on what to do for the first three years, second three, next three, which is not common nowadays – then you just have to have to be, uh, I wouldn't say self-motivated, but you have to be assertive, assertive enough and in tune with what's going on with you physically to help that process of learning more on your own because, uh, you know, uh, so that's my that's my short, long answer. And, that, and I think that's going to be helpful too. You know, I think that's fair. Um, this last question. Uh, it's a tough one. I mean, it's one of those that like, 
well, I'll just, how do you handle defeat or failure? How do you handle it? It could be on or off the mat. I mean, I think this one was directed more because uh, we had a few like a few uh, competitions back to back. Um, so he asked he asked us personally how we handle like when we lose. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it applies. I mean, this isn't this isn't just behavior on the mat that we teach here. It's behavior on and really more so off the mat. Yeah. But uh, so how, I mean, how do you handle that? You know, after you're done with a. Uh when you come home from a basketball game, a football game, jiu-jitsu class, one of, or jiu-jitsu tournament, for example, one of the most common questions that we get asked is, uh, did you win? Yeah. You know what happened? <laughs> so, oh, you know what? And, and that's in every single Don't sport. Don't talk to me. Don't and, talk to me. And we do it to kids from an early age. We ask them what happened and we're looking at them like we're about ready to say you know give me a yes we won or yeah, did, yeah. did we get first place and i think a better question to ask them and ourselves when you're uh and this goes back to handling defeat what did you learn yeah yeah what did you learn and that that question is going to uh, if you ask answer that question then it helps you manage defeat in the physical workplace and the professional workplace uh, much, much more. And it just changes your psychology on, because if you lose, you failed. If you learn, you won. Yeah. And the question sets the tone for the expectation, you know, that like, so did you win? Cause that's all it matters. Did you win yeah. or lose? Like that, that question. But once you learn, I mean, you can always, you can always come up with a question for that. I got a, uh, um, at the risk of s stealing the mic from you, I have a personal experience. I, I, the, the running joke yeah, in, uh, and uh, my, my household is, um, you know, I spent the first, gosh, probably half of my career. Like, I don't know why, but every tournament, like, the, you know, if the guy passed, if I didn't get on top, I would just go to Turtle. And then so, like, Turtle, I, you know you know now, I avoid that situation like the plague. And the reason I do is because, uh, is because I essentially got called out by my instructor. He's like, yeah, I wasn't there, thank God. But he's like, he's like, Fox stayed in turtle the whole time and like so then i looked looked back at the footage and all my footages from prior that i was like i always like the, i was so i was so tunnel vision i'm like gotta win gotta win gotta win you're you're, you're not zooming out enough it's yeah. like you're tunnel visioning and you can't see with blinders and like the answer's right right next to you so you, you know i wasn't looking on what i could learn and so now i make it a point to always go back win or lose how can i learn and that's been huge that that mm. uh of always looking for improvement, mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, right. and, and as as a result, once I started approaching it like that, like how did I, how what can I take to improve? Because if if I won, you know, what I mean, if I won, oh, I did, I'm doing the right thing. I got you know, it's that's that's almost the mentality of, oh, I'm I'm, I'm on the right track. Keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Not how can I improve? And that's that's the battle. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's important to change that. Um, well, that's, uh, you know, for anybody who does anything for a long enough time, you're going to answer that question uh, is that you have to, in order to handle the feet properly, you have to change it in order to how you're handling the information that's given to you. And information is going to stress you out or information is going to learn from you. Yeah. Just like starting a new job. Hmm. You're around new people. You're learning new systems, new cultures. And if you don't learn from them, Versus try to beat them or defeat them, yeah. 
then uh, you know you're probably not going to move up in the ranks or have success at whatever it is you're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. So, uh, do you have? Uh, so those are our questions. Um, I'm telling you, man, you always do it. Like you're, you're always like. Uh, these are completely unscripted answers. He, you know, he doesn't like we. Honestly, he gets them right before, and your answers are so. I feel like you've you've had a week to prep for these. Your answers are so, <laughs> always so, uh, you know, thought thoughtful and uh, and really. Thanks, helpful, I appreciate I think, it, Coach. So. Well, you know what? Like we've, uh, I know both of us have learned a lot over the last twelve years, and I, um, you know, I just I just tell you, I when I first approached uh, jujitsu. I had somebody who was really trying to recruit me to, to go train. And he was on me for the longest time, okay? And I don't think – I'm not going to get into it, but this is my Taekwondo story about the uh, – um, my Toledo, Ohio Taekwondo story. But um, what happened is he was trying to recruit me for a long time, and I was in, I was in my 30s, uh, and I actually was – I just, you know, I like peaked at my basketball prime. My endurance was through the roof. I could run. I could jump. I could shoot. I could lift. I literally could work out for hours and hours a day. I was, I, I was cut up like taco lettuce, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I was in really good shape. Yeah. And um, I believe that I came in better shape than almost anybody in that gym mm-hmm. that, that, I, that I first started at. But what happened was I learned immediately – Immediately, I learned that um, I can't beat anybody here. Sure. And once once it clicked in my head is that everything that I've done in my entire life is not going to help me today. I need to unlearn or forget about all my past experience yeah. and just use that to bring a work ethic to something day in and day out or week in and week out. Week out. And I did that. And, um, and I even lost matches like standing on my feet and – because I had a little bit of background in, uh, in stand-up. And I even lost matches in the grappling because I was just so obsessed with learning. Yeah. I actually, for the first time in my entire life, I put uh, winning aside. And I put competing aside unless I was preparing for a tournament. That's a whole other uh, topic that you know, we, can, we can discuss. But I put competing and winning aside, and it was all about learning. And it was actually an obsession. Yeah. And uh, and I see that I, I do see that uh, I I don't, didn't know you before, but I see that in every like everything like everything. Uh, even my family members point out that like Mo's always he's always thinking like he always looks like he's thinking about something. And I see that like they, that's absolutely uh, everything you do. I see you're like how can I learn your your questions? You're yeah. <laughs> all about your questions. <laughs> so uh, well, thank you so much for your time, yeah, Coach. Uh, great great uh, answers and value to our listeners. Um, you know, guys, please help us out best you can. Uh, subscribe to our channel. You can like it, share it, and you can also uh, DM or or email us questions of your own. That's uh, call us up with questions, whatever. I mean, we do that as well, and uh, and we'll read them and get your answers on here. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. As always, if you have any questions or anything you want to hear on our podcast, you can send those to metrobjj at gmail.com. Or perhaps you want to start your jiu-jitsu journey today and come check out our gym. We're located at 13555 Eureka Road, Southgate, Michigan. 
and we're right next to Planet Fitness. Come on in. Our friendly staff will be happy to answer any of your questions and meet your goals. Talk to you soon.